Hello, ladies. Welcome to the We Need to Talk Club. We are doing one of our first official podcast episodes in which we are not live. And I, we're going to change it up a bit. We all don't know the topic and all the questions behind this. I will start off because I will be the host of the week. And I plan to talk about, oh, they've got a baby on the screen. It's always a good thing. Yeah. Looking like mommy. Mm. Yes. And so I will start off the conversation. This topic is actually going to be our intro to a series I want to start with the show Girlfriends. Hello, everyone. I love Girlfriends. Right? Pause for, for, for singing. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. You sound good, girl. I love the show. I love you all. And I said, hey, what what's a fun way to do this thing and come in, you know, guns a blazing? And that's girlfriends talking about girlfriends. So that is the series that I am embarking upon with you ladies. Today, we're just going to talk about our intro. I have an intro question just about what we felt about the show in general from our recollections, whatever little bits or much we know. And then what we're going to do or what I propose we do is each month we actually agree to go on Netflix, watch a season. So like after this, you know, we got a month to watch season one. And then we'll come back and record what our like views are on season one, specifically the character, the character development, what happened, what we, you know, what we hoping will happen. Cause I know plenty of the show from my past, but I haven't seen it in years. So it's about to be a fresh, fresh take. So yeah. And is that the same for you guys? Would, uh, would you say? Yes, absolutely. absolutely. I, I... It's been years for y'all too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I I don't know. What'd you say, Kima? I just saw a couple episodes and it was on a couple of weeks ago. Cheetah. All right, then. Well, she's fresher than the rest of us. Touche. All right, so we got this. Does this seem like a fun like project we can all do together? I want something that's not taxing, seems like, you know, lighthearted. We can laugh, we can cry, we can cuss out the screen and have a good time, you know? Everybody's on board? Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. So to begin our conversation, Girlfriends Talking Girlfriends, question, why do you think Girlfriends didn't get the recognition it deserved? Such as like Friends, um, Sex and the City is the big one, which is the super competitor technically to what it was. I don't want to say just because they black. Lisa. I was about to say it's black, y'all. Because. It's black, y'all. <laughs> it's blickety black, 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 y'all. That's why. But then if you think about it, like even, so like compared to, if we weren't to say just compared to like Sex and the City, but like compared to Insecure, compared to Atlanta, those are black shows that like once they picked up the following and the accolades and the awards were like bam 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 so what are you guys opinion who'd like to go first go ahead lisa well, give me side eye. oh wait came you guys girl your wi-fi is the most you know temperamental so if you got something to say i'm gonna grab your voice first mm-hmm. i would say girlfriends without even without social media they had a following a lot of women loved girlfriends it was a popular show mm. and especially it's back on TV. Everybody's so excited because it was that popular. 
So I don't think it was because it didn't have any recognition. It was because they were black. And they were women. <laughs> black it's women. They, it's because they were black, said, black women. Negative That's negative. what she said? She said, yeah. Oh, well, I, all right, all right, all right. What about you, Lisa? What you got to say? What you got to say? Because it's black. Um, <laughs> um, also, the, the, the shows you named afterwards is we had a different timing. I didn't watch Sex in the City. I could mm. care less about Sex in the City. Oh, shit. Um, I couldn't care. Let me break. Um, uh, so I definitely think it had to do with the timing. Now it was right in the tailcoats of like it, it came on UPN, wasn't it? Still, UPN yes, which was that? our basically was, our our show for colors outside exactly. of BET. Martin. It was the one where we got full-blown sitcoms and whatnot. Mm -hmm. It was right in the coattails of all those shows, you know, Living Single and all of that. So, um, yeah, I mean, basic answer is because it was black and it and people, unlike, unlike all the other races, when we see white people, we're like, oh, this is a story about this and that. When other races see black people, oh, this is a black story about da-da-da-da-da. And that's mm. just the reality of the situation. Like, so it's not ready. able to just be a story on its own. It's always yeah. got to be the black not like, experience. Yeah, it's not. A lot of people experience um, sex in a city, but there was a whole bunch of Wahite women, like a whole bunch of white women. There was no no diversity or anything, but <laughs> it's because that's who they were. So more people are going to, um, you know, assimilate with that because that's what we're used to seeing. We don't see their their complexion because we just know that that's going to be the case. But when people see a black show, it's like, oh, this must be tailored to the black people. And most times, mm. yes, it is because we need it. We don't see it anywhere else. But yes, yeah, because it's black. It's black. So the privilege has the power. Yeah, and, and the reach and the resources. <laughs> All yeah, of like at that time you had to rely on commercials and, mm. and you know, things like that. So Shakima's point, they didn't have social media. Mm -hmm. that's the thing, right? Yeah. Back in the day, even with Sex in the City and all those other shows like with Sex in the City with the other UPN shows, all that time was no social media. Right? Not like it is now. But mm -hmm. they didn't need that type of social media to uplift themselves and go. If I were to list, like I went through and listed most of the friend shows that are like so big, you can't ignore them. You mention them, everybody knows about them. Everyone knows that everybody knows their name. Mm -hmm. Cheers being one of them. Just big shows involving friends living their lives and as, as adults, right? Mm -hmm. um, and coincidentally, like you all said, they were white. Uh, we had Sex in the City, you had Friends, you Never had <laughs> Big did. Bang Theory, you had Golden Girls, uh, Seinfeld, Frasier, Will and Grace, How I Met Your Mother. These are all shows that kind of had that same kind of formula of like mm -hmm. young adults just mm -hmm. working it out, trying to trying find to their way, an actual storyline with love, career, mm -hmm. et cetera. Yet, and some of those shows were back a little bit back in the day. I'm not gonna say too much back in the day because it was our day. I mean, but social media wasn't popping like that. But they didn't need it. They didn't need it to, you know, catapult. And I read, um, what's her name? Mara, Lisa, correct me. Yes, Mara Braca Kill. Yes, I'm not gonna try that last name, but I'm glad you said it. Mara, who she wrote the show, she actually started off like on Moesha. And so mm -hmm. when she learned everything from Moesha, she kind of took those hints and decided she wanted to start a whole new decade with a show about black women because she felt our stories were invisible. Mm 
And so two years before Moesha ended is when Girlfriend started and she used some of the same formula, but up the ante, you know, adult. And mm-hmm. then it, it flew. But mm-hmm. it was, like you guys said, it was good for us. It was like our little secret. Like a lot of our little shows seem to be our little secret. But nationwide, Struggle Fest. They even mentioned how, in, a, in an interview, how they went to, a, and tell me if you guys heard this, how they went to a club and they couldn't get in the club mm-hmm. at the height of like the show. And mm-hmm. it was like, dang, like we we did not get any of the recognition they got like during that time, the way like yep. Sex in the City and them did when their show blew up, they blew up. Mm-hmm. Whereas girlfriends, we just our quiet little secret like soul food before you know slavery ended. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> and I, I think it's because of the network, like the network and I, thing? like you know, it, like how BET and you think about kinda... ABC, right? ABC mm-hmm. is a huge network. Mm. CBS huge network nbc huge network and then you have upn not so they put upn and bet like okay that's over here we're gonna put that over there exactly and And there's advertising and there's you know these things come into play and if nobody's watching your advertisements or your advertisements don't have as much reach as some of the larger networks Mm-hmm. And you get cornered into being out. Yep. And that's because they were catering to us, whereas the other stations were not catering to us. They did not want to see us. And that all goes back to they're going to put out a show that will reach more people. And more people, because we're forced to, will enjoy a show mm. that has nothing to do with our experiences because that's what we're used to. Whereas other people are not used to being forced into that category or into whatever the persona is on TV. We're used to that. We're used to seeing romantic comedies without people that look like us. We're, we're used to not seeing that representation. Um, and they know that, the networks know that, so they're going to go wherever the most money is going to bring them. So that's a word. That's a word. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely correct. And definitely. And about, look, when you, th- when you think about girlfriends and sex in the city, we also have to think about living single and friends. Come on now. And listen, I, I won, and I didn't know how much I was like this until I got older and wanted everybody around me. Like, I need to see that. I need that. Um, I need you to know where I'm coming from. So I, I always love living single. I got on Friends and didn't even get on Friends, honestly, because I can't see myself. Those scenarios don't sound like scenarios I know or, or have experienced or my friends have experienced. It just seems so far-fetched or like, I mean, they're cute. Don't get me wrong. Friends is cute. But of course, I identify more with living single, and that was bit off hoard. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I have to actually, both of y'all, all three of y'all have excellent points. It is because they were Black. It is because their experience wasn't, quote unquote, as wide ranging. Nowadays, people realize exactly how much the Black dollar and the Black eye is worth and mm-hmm. how much we want to see ourselves and want to see what we we doing on screen and who we are. Mm-hmm. And now they're good at exploiting it. But at the time, we were the invisible audience and we just took the scraps that they gave us. Mm-hmm. I have to admit, friends, stuff like that. I really like the shows, but I'd be lying if I didn't say I didn't jump on them because there was a bandwagon there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, I don't want to walk. Let me jump on this mug. Like, I just, like, I want to see what this is about and yeah. enjoy it. And I find myself enjoying these shows, but not as authentically as I enjoy like the private jokes of Moesha or mm-hmm. the sass and living single or the stories and girlfriends 
or the connection in like um, a different world and the list goes on and on and on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I loved the shows. I love seeing us on the screen. And it was really at the time segregated as hell. If you think about the networks, it was like, you're going to get smart guy or boy meets world. It was like, you're going to mm-hmm. get the whites or you're going to get the blacks. It wasn't mm-hmm. mixed. Like nowadays, those shows are mixed. There isn't any show for us by us. You get some like an equal amount or just one token into mm-hmm. these white shows that are like Disney, Nickelodeon stuff, and that's it. Or you get a lead, but they surrounded by the whites. It's not one or the other. Which one? Just, have, just like, off topic a little bit. In prime times too. Right? Like right. who is getting those prime time slots? Yeah. Right. And everyone's sitting down to dinner or everyone's yep. finished dinner. Yep. Right. I can't say souls. I love girlfriends because it's like not to my soul. Yeah. I love yeah. not girlfriends. I mean, gold girls because it connected to my soul. I love golden girls because it was on when I was allowed to stay up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, and I found the funny in it, and it was it. That was it. Frasier, yeah. Seinfeld. Well, connect to these goddamn people, but but now, may I also submit that yes, it, we watch those shows a lot of time out of survival mode because I can't tell you how many pie meetings I didn't have where somebody to mention Frasier, Friends, mm. or those movies. Those are the movies or the shows, rather, the shows they get talked about the water cooler at the office. Ain't All nobody right, ever right. brought up no girlfriends to me, living single, Martin, or anything like that. Annette it's always here. those movies. So <laughs> a lot of times we have to do that so we can at least have some, it's not just at home culture or entertainment culture, it's work culture. It's how do I relate with somebody at my job that doesn't know about girlfriends? That's an excellent oh, point. Water cooler conversation. Water mm-hmm. cooler is what they call it, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you need to actually, it's our black survival move for our code switching. We mm-hmm. need to know what they like mm-hmm. in order to be able to fit into those kind of molds as well. Mm-hmm. And it's not that white people are like, you know, I like stuff that they actually like. We like some genuine shit that's the same because, you know, humanity. However, it was a lot in which we had to watch these things and know these things to connect. That bandwagon I was talking about wasn't as much as being popular or fear of FOMO. It was like, I want to know what the world knows, and I kind of need to. Yeah, it's by popular demand. I, it's I by popular demand. Yeah, it's, it's like what demand. is everybody going to like? Because people in different countries know about those shows. Right. That they were and so that's not here. to downplay any of those Waihite shows. If you guys just wondering, no, it's mm-hmm. not to downplay that. Mm-hmm. It's just to say that that's not necessarily our experience, but we know that and our own at the same time. Mm-hmm. We didn't have the privilege to just know one. Mm-hmm. So, and real quick question off a little off topic from girlfriends, but do we feel like it's better that we have shows now that are, you know, um, integrated versus the segregation? Cause like back in the day, it was nice having like our shows and our own and our things. And you know what, you know, you know what I'm saying? And they had theirs now with everything being kind of mixed, you know, uh, everything is kind of like blurred a bit it's like I still you know, think it's that mixed though you don't think it's I that think mixed about, no, yeah, no, I either. feel like it's mixed like they uh, threw our people in there but they didn't necessarily throw our lingo in there yeah, unless they it's like the narrative. right they it's just threw black people into white stories yeah it's still their life right yeah but they just added some color to it but it's not yeah. like our origin or like anything like that Right, it feels like our origin still has to be a household solely with us, like blackish. 
Um, I will say This Is Us maybe hits on that because he actually really, really outlines the Black experience within This Is Us being surrounded by all this whiteness. But not many shows do that. They literally, we, we literally, I feel like the best hour shows still are primarily ours. Insecure, ours. This, you know what I'm saying? Ours. We don't, mm -hmm. any shows that are integrated feels like they don't really fit us. Yeah? It's like they just well, do us Black yeah, people in white stories. I'm like, Go ahead, Shifu. I really wouldn't integrate it because they literally just have a couple of token Black people and the only reason why they have this is because they're like, okay, here you go. Now shut up. Because mm -hmm. you would ask if but like it's not really to me. It's not really integrated. But I don't even know what it would take for it to for a show for me to feel integrated. Mm. Black people, you gotta see for it to be like integrated. Right. Maybe I don't watch enough because some of the thought the 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 shows that come to mind. I think about Good Girls, and that's with Retta. Okay. And I that's feel like they, so the shows where they let the black people be unapologetically black. And that's and okay. that and that to me. Yes, her two best friends are of the Caucasian mountains, but she and her husband Stan, they remain like, I'm like, <laughs> I see what they're doing here, like all the little things. And I'm like, mm. okay, so somebody paid attention um, to yeah. how they act, how they would do things and let them go in the direction that they feel is most natural. Mm. And I feel like that's a good example of a general story about life, a crazy life, but yeah. you have bits and pieces of of culture and they're they're doing it justice but i i can't think of too many other ones and maybe i just don't yeah that's the crazy them. part i agree i feel like maybe i haven't watched enough either but i feel like you lisa like i feel like there's a handful i would say mm -hmm. good girls i say this is us because i feel like they let him be unapologetically mm -hmm. black Love but he it. has his own household like literally his story is separated yeah. for mm -hmm. most part or like um something like uh gray's anatomy where they allow like all these different people to be up in there but the story is so centered mostly around the hospital. You don't really get that black only experience except little nuggets of like, but that's okay by I the way, like I'm different, which I'm okay with. It's yeah. like certain ones I'm a, so, so we are cool with integration if it's done the right way. Yeah. 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 Like right now, as it stands, because of, I feel like, at least my opinion, the little amount of integrated, good integrated shows would really represent us. I feel like I prefer just because of what we are now, my segregated shows because they hit all the points as opposed to a few. It doesn't feel so lonely as like that token that I got to hold on to. Like, please represent us all because mm -hmm. you're the only one in this show. You know. Mm -hmm. So that is my thoughts there. Okay, so back to the questions. Back to our girlfriends talk. Would you agree that Girlfriends is in the same category as Black classics, like Living Single in a Different World? Definitely. Yeah. 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 Me too. I would. Mm-hmm. Fit into that category. Um, I kind of feel like even bad because I feel like Living Single. If I start going into how upset I am about how Girlfriends hasn't gotten its due, like worldwide, award wise. You know what I'm saying? Cross the board, the way like Insecure in Atlanta gets it now. Then I have to be even more upset about like mm -hmm. living single, who really is in the shadows. Like if girlfriends is in the shadows, living single is under the dirt. Mm -hmm. Like he's like, I just feel like it really isn't. It's that that dirty little secret, or that really good little secret, like cocoa butter, like that we just have for ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, That's one of my favorite shows, like hands down, I watched it at least. 
four or five times all the way from the first episode. Come on, pure black. That's that is that is my shoot. They didn't um, show it at night, so I feel like a lot of stuff that I ended up watching was white. Yeah, like I well, know yeah. my Seinfelds and my Frasers more than I know my living singles in different worlds. Mm-hmm. And you got to think about that as far as money goes too, because that means they were still still breaking off that bread afterwards. True. Go ahead, yeah. Kima. Came on when you missed school. When I'm when I, if I missed school, I was watching TV. Those are on. Right, like we gotta <laughs> miss the opportunities uh, that like help us make a better with, life. <laughs> hanging with the Coopers. And- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, in the house. That was my show, but it's so underrated. <laughs> oh my god, that is like that. talk about shadow family shows. matters. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. come on, yo. Parent, tra- uh, parenthood. Oh, shadow shows. Shows Mm -hmm. like you got to know, no. Good Lord. Mm -hmm. I'm even trying to remember when did I see the Urkel and stuff? When? (laughs) When you was home from school. (laughs) Okay, okay. So, did you feel as if the show was missing something vital that held it back? Ask me that after at least you get through. <laughs> after what? After at least I get through season one. Okay. Yay. Okay. Everybody yeah, else there too? Yeah, I don't think I don't I don't know. I wouldn't know. Okay. Okay. I'm wondering if I'm wondering if the vital thing it was missing, which was like just an impossibility the time you can't change the past. I'm wondering if it was um like you guys were hinting at earlier, a different network. Because I feel like um, Girlfriends, I wonder if it was on HBO, the way Sex in the City was, the way Insecure was, if it would have had, you know, I mean, you could, it's like more unleashed and what it could have been. Like if it would have been too much, if it would have been just enough. You know what I'm saying? That's just my opinion. I just wonder. Because it was a show about adulthood and sex mm-hmm. and relationships. And all of those grown-up things, but I don't know. I still think the scope back then, even though it wasn't too long ago, mm-hmm. I think the scope was the same. Like if, um, I mean, even not even talking about that long ago, when people started seeing Jordan Peele's um, Get Out, a lot of people of other races thought it was a black movie. Like that's what they 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 didn't see i mean they saw the horror but they didn't classify it as a horror movie first and foremost it was mm-hmm. a black horror movie like and i feel like from that scope people would just other people uh, people of color don't just go in like we know what it is already mm. and we'll still dig into it whereas i feel like other races may not do that just because they see a whole cast of black people or i mean heck i even do it if i saw a nigerian movie i was like oh this is nigerian movie this about to get (laughs) this about to get spicy oh wow or 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 a bollywood movie (laughs) like i do it too when i said i was like oh this is a bollywood movie right sometimes when you start when you sit down and look at it like there's been plenty of movies on netflix and i'm like if i would have had just had the mindset i had years ago or whatever I probably would have never sat through it and, and got the laughs and got the things and been able to see uh, an experience that I have had or a friend has had in that movie. Like our, our, our scope has changed. But back then, no, definitely Touché. not. Touche. Yeah. So do you think it was missing a white person? No, did you see the original <laughs> cast? Did you see? Uh, what, yes, what that's my next question. Did y'all see 
that um, the original cast was actually a white woman in it, like instead of Lynn. Mm -hmm. They had a full-blown Canadian-born white woman in the show and a different black woman instead of Tony. Yes. Maybe that would have, maybe. I wonder, right, Kima, Ari, did y'all know that? No. Mm -hmm. No, I didn't know that. They never aired it. I don't think it would have been the same. Hell no, it wouldn't have been the same. We probably would have swept that shit under the carpet. See, that's but well, well, come on now. Girlfriends with the little white girl in there be like, these niggas trying to get us to watch this show. (laughs) (laughs) So so I just found I just wanted to like look up UPN, like the history of it really. Go for it, girl. Kind of like. So have you ever heard of Chris Craft Industries? United Television. Well, that's why (laughs) UPN was just UPN. Like, it was a small network. And then, yeah, it was bought bought out by CBS in 2005. Mm -hmm. And then they shut it down in January of 2008. I remember when they shut it down. I remember when it shut it down. It became... it became something else. Did it come to CB? C- the uh, CW. CW. They, CW. they took Channel right. 9. They bought Channel yes. 9 and Channel 11. Yes. And Ours then joined them together to form the CW. Mm-hmm. So when I'm looking at like yeah, all of the network TV. shows, one-on-one, like stuff like that, yep. it literally yeah. was like black. That lineup. But wait, what were you saying, Kima? Yeah, because I know WB became CW too. So it was, was mm-hmm. it WB and then N? So they just yeah, like absorbed both. it all? And they, said, yeah, CBS bought it out. And um, joined them and turned them into the CW. That makes sense because the Wayne Brothers, all those shows. Mm-hmm. Girl, yeah. take me back. Take me back. <laughs> was half and half on UPN? Yes. Yes, of ma'am. Yep. <laughs> yes. And I'm so mad. I watched it. They put it on Netflix, right? And I was like, oh, oh my gosh, I can't wait. I watched it all the way through to find out they never finished it. <laughs> oh, I'm so mad. To watch it yep. all the time, sister, too. Like, sister, like consistently. Malcolm and Eddie. Oh, mm-hmm. sister, Malcolm sister. Malcolm the Hughleys. Yes, the Oh, Hughley. snap. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait. What about, um? wait, was My Wife and Kids? What was that on? That was CB. That was uh, ABC. Oh, okay. It's they ABC? made it. What channel was um because I can tell you the difference like between Martin, which I love m- more than Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Mm. And I think that is a network difference as well. Because mm. Martin was on UPN. And I'm was Fresh Prince on ABC? I feel like he was on a bigger channel, wasn't it? I Fresh Prince wasn't on UPN. I'm, I'm definitely, no, definitely that. Yeah. Um, Somebody look it up. Somebody outside of me and Kima whose Wi-Fi is iffy. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I'm looking it up now. Okay. It's holding us down. Shut up. It's holding us down. Okay. I can Fresh say King. I watched more of Fresh Prince than I did Martin, but I need to watch Martin. Shut up. I know you love Martin more. Okay. I need to watch I- Martin. <laughs> Yo, after Girlfriends, we might do Martin. It came out on NBC. That is, uh-huh. that is and okay. That's why the audience is larger. That's a exactly because Martin was I did big. Not get it. Martin was big, big. 
Yes, and I didn't get it because I was like, Martin is so much. Is a, listen, Martin against Fresh Prince. I'll choose Martin every day. Martin is 10 times funnier <laughs> than Fresh Prince, but Fresh Prince also, it, it was a bigger experience. It was, you know, I get it. It, it yeah, it catered to a lot of people. Um, mm -hmm. Plus Martin he was cute. Whatever, Martin, whatever. Martin, no, whatever. no, that's the argument don't win, honey. I'm sorry. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, <it's> <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> what you say? That's that's why girlfriends did not get the recognition that it should have gotten because there's a lot of shows that did not get the recognition it should have gotten. Yeah, right. Well, Mara was yeah. saying how happy and proud she is that it's finally getting the recognition it deserves twenty years later, especially mm -hmm. because Netflix picked it up. Netflix is basically the ABC of this time in this world. So, yeah. and thankfully, we all have Netflix, so we can all get up on this and really, really indulge. Cause I, I am so excited, just a quick input. I am so excited to watch this show as a grown, excuse me, Trinity, cover her ears real quick. <laughs> ass woman, as a grown <laughs> ass woman. Okay, yes, honey, I'm so excited. Cause I was, I remember watching this show as a kid with my mama, cause it was on UPN. So it wasn't gonna get too raunchy. And also, like, the shows where mom shut up, Ari, we know you was exposed. And so, <laughs> watching the show where my mother was on the phone, right? It's the same time. Mom's on the phone. She's not paying attention. She in a good conversation. She got Sex in the City on in the background. And it was a scene where Samantha was getting it. And I remember sitting there like, Mom! Mom! Like, trying to tell her to stop me. Because I mm -hmm. couldn't look away. Stop, Mom! <laughs> Mom, oh, always mom. tell her on herself. Okay, <laughs> shut up. I was in the same room. It wasn't like I get away with it. The best I could do was feign innocence really? while she staring was, at the she, screen. She, but she I remember watching TV. that. Okay, I remember watching that, and then again watching like girlfriends with mom. But as a kid, I didn't get most of the stuff I thought I got. Yeah. Now as a grown woman who done been through life, I really want to see. Right, how much I can like relate and understand and feel with these people. Like, mm -hmm. I'm so excited. I'm so excited mm -hmm. to see what this new chapter is about to be about. So question, do you ladies know, oh, sorry. Did any of you see yourselves in the girlfriend characters or anyone you know, if you didn't see yourself? Not yet, not that no. young. Probably if you watch it again, I might. I feel like I was a default because my name is Tamaya. My family called me Maya. And so I felt like a Maya. Like I really felt like Maya's ill-tick. Can I got somebody on this show named me? I'm Maya. And then I just took that on even more so. But not just because I was born in North New Jersey. <laughs> the thing about it, it's like you got, there's four friends, right? Mm -hmm. You have two who are super successful two who are not like <laughs> right but i feel like that's like always the dynamic right mm -hmm. i mean even in just mentioning sorry in this but friends there was a dynamic with the six of them where six were super successful i mean three was super successful and three were not it's like always a dynamic and a true friendship where you, everybody ain't gonna be on that top ring and if they are i don't know how legitimate that friendship is i know you and don't have to be on the top ring but it's like, how do you relate when you're not rich? Yeah. You ain't exactly broke. 
Well, I ain't just talking about their money. I'm talking about their personalities. Yeah, I was thinking, I think about their differences in their personalities. Whereas Maya's like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm married. I got my kid already. I'm trying to survive. Like she's in survival mode. Let's do this. Let's get this. I got a family to provide. Joan is in her head. I, 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 and Maya was a straight shooter from the hood. Yes, and she's a straight shooter. It is what it is. This is what you're going to get. That's it. Um. Joan is in her head. She's worried about, you know, top rank. She's worried about getting to something. She, she is overthinker. Oh, yes. Overthinker, um, a lister. Like she needs to check up all planner. the things on a list to like succeed. Mm-hmm. A super planner, neurotic planner. even, but knows not in a bad she way. Want, knows what she wants, wants to be married, um, but wants it to be perfectly perfect. Um, and if any glitch in there, then she don't want it. Um, Tony is successful she um she's extremely successful but she she uh works harder or smarter not harder she's not about that life she's not going to get down in the trenches with you and lynn is uh you know she's free spirit and she's free spirited and she wants to go wherever <laughs> the mood brings her and and figure it out along the way not have it planned out not be you know so Structure. Right, go along with however the universe guides her. So who'd you yeah, think you connected they, with? Least they they all like well Lynn didn't Lynn, Joan, and Tony all go to school together? I think so. Yes, I think they all went to school together and Maya was uh ended uh, up being the assistant of Joan. Yes, exactly. And, and Lynn was like super them. smart. Like she was the type who never wanted to leave school. Cool. Like, let me yeah, just keep getting these degrees because that will keep me from actually having exactly. a real a life. Professional student. She was a professional student. Um Oh, who, you said what? Who'd you think you connected with? Joan, the overthinker. The one who wants everything done a certain way or thinks it's supposed to be a certain way. Um, Definitely. That's the only one I could, yeah. And Lynn, Lynn's cool. I, I get her vibe, but I can't. Mm. <laughs> I feel like I was Maya with a touch. That's interesting. Because I feel like I was Maya, but I, could, I have my like free-ass spirit side mm-hmm. and I also have my neurotic side like Joan. Mm-hmm. Well, I like everything planned and stuff. But that's fine. Kima, Ari, if y'all don't know who y'all are, then we can revisit this question after season one. I feel like I'm definitely like Joan. Like, I'm very, like, uh, anxious, and I want to be a control freak, but I'm not as successful with my control freakness. Like, things don't always go as planned. Joan wasn't either. No. (laughs) <laughs> but yes, I would say that. But I'm definitely as much as I'm free spirit, I'm not free spirit. No. Mm. You like much anxiety? Be, yeah, you can't just go with the flu. You need things to be a little bit more in order. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. All right. So Ari, do you have any thoughts after the explanation of personalities, or do you need to see season one and we come back to you? That's about to come back to me because it, it sounds like I may be a combination. I think you may be a combination too, personally. Yeah. I feel uh, yeah. I'm a you you want me to tell you what I think you are? Go ahead and say it. <laughs> Go ahead and say it. I think you was a Tony Lynn. <laughs> I feel like you are successful, hardworking, ain't beat for the BS, ain't trying to get too much down in the trenches. But you know your success and your worth, and you are going to get what you feel like you're worth. But at the same time, I feel like you got a free spirit behind side that just like to just, you know what? I'm going to get my crystals and go where the energy takes me. 
<laughs> and that's what I think you is. But you know you. So you can tell us after the first season. I like that. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds like me. <laughs> yes, yes. So, sometimes right. I do be like, F it, all right, you just gonna go wherever the wind takes <laughs> agreed agreed and that's also a reason i just want to say i love like this show from what i remember i love the completely different personalities mm-hmm. this show presented but all in black skin i loved it i love that they didn't it wasn't so singular like what we have to deal with with this token life you know with one person has to just kind of hold hold the world of all of us it was like all these different people who could just be, they're really just people who happen to be just women, who happen to be just black women. And they all carried our stories in different ways on their different shoulders. I absolutely love that, that I didn't have to just be that one black girl. My whole life growing up, I was always picking the black girl, like, mm-hmm. especially because I was also the darkest one in my family. So I was like, you know, like with Bratz, you know, you got your token Bratz doll, yep. I'm Sasha. You got your token like Barbie, black scary Barbie. spice. Oh, scary space, scary spice. Any token black yeah. girl in the group, Ozzy, I'm gonna pick that one because that's the only one I got. So it was very refreshing to have so many different, just just different versions of us on one stage. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to say next question. In the last convo we had, we discussed the labels of bougie and ghetto. Is it safe to say Tony and Maya embodied the traits we discussed and were their portrayals celebrated or vilified? I think they both were bougie. Like, I feel like when I think of bougie and ghetto, if I thought that was like some of the first kind of images in my head. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The classes systems. And I just watched an interview where Maya talked about an episode where she actually called Joan classes which i can see that too the oh, episode that the episode i think about i go straight to it is the episode where maya is getting married and she mm-hmm. wants joan to be involved and she i think she even asked her to be her um, maid of honor but um anything that maya wanted joan be like but don't you want this um don't you want to do it like this and maya's like no i want to do it like this this is what i like Da-da-da-da-da. And um, Joan would, you know, give her this her girl opinions. remember episodes. Go on, clearly. <laughs> um, give her opinions and whatnot to the, you know, fact that she got she got mad. Like, just tell me what you really trying to say. I'm ghetto. <laughs> you don't like this because it doesn't fit your bougie box. Ooh. So Change that's the episode I think about when I when I think about those. Those are the two extremes because my. Right? is more down to earth and you know she likes what she likes and she's unapologetic about it so and joan thinks things should be a certain way right like mm-hmm. i feel like the classes systems like ari was saying earlier were very apparent in this show there was mm-hmm. two that weren't as successful monetary wise mm-hmm. and two that were and the two lower ends were the ghetto and the homeless right <laughs> basically free spirit um starving artists while the two tops were like fully bougie name brand only like top of the class and then you had joan who was kind of like that middle class upper middle class kind of woman well she was upper class yeah i feel like she had some of that middle class mindset where she didn't necessarily look down Mm -hmm. upon the other two which is why the friendships all melded as well 
where Tony constantly was trying to pull her even up higher in the class to saying like, no, we're up here. What mm-hmm. do you do? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I felt like they definitely embodied those classes we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? All right. Well, am I the only? <laughs> okay, next question. Am I the only one who feels like bras are the only thing on TV that did not get translated or accepted in the real world and we are all the worst for it. I am saying that most of the most popular shows from the back of the days, Heifers was not wearing bras, but somehow that was the only trend that never made it to the streets. Mm-hmm. Sex in the city, like I could go on. Um, mm-hmm. freaking, and not even just little titties, like in like Grace and um, Will and Grace. I'm talking about big old Tony titties and shit. Mm-hmm. And people just, not a bra in sight. Like all you saw was nipples on screen. But for mm-hmm. some reason, I never got to see them on the streets. Um, I feel well, worse for it. I'll be seeing some in the so, yeah. Well, so cheap. They, they were even if they were they, they were kind of like needish. They were kind of what? They were in place. Like, she said needish in place. <laughs> oh, ain't nobody titties was hanging low, low. You know yeah, like I know people who walk around around without bra on but yeah their nipples are sky high never in work and in stores like fancy stores like i seen it in freaking like the grocery store i.e me you know when i'm sitting there walking around shopping with my arms across my chest not because i'm thinking (laughs) hard but because it's cold my nipples will try to take out somebody's eye (laughs) but you know how most stuff on tv you know social media catches on and then everybody in the streets want to be like them Bras never made it yep. that way, I feel like. I feel like <laughs> as much as we saw nipples on screen, people was tucking them nipples into the padding at home. Mm-hmm. And I know that ain't yes. really a serious question, but it's something I've really <laughs> been thinking about. Maybe that was, was a part of the audition. <laughs> they did say they would do Maybe that all that the time. that was part of the audition, you know? Are your boobs even? <laughs> your Dang. nipples stand up here? Do they sit or do they sit just right? Because like Tony and Maya, them boobies was was slanging. Them bad boys had some some weight to them. And freaking Joan, I love Joan. I love Tracy. Bad boys hung, they hung. But if yeah. you think about it, she kind of always had like a little situation like this too, or maybe she always had a back arch a little more. I don't know. All I'm saying is, <laughs> it's something I noticed. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's also seen as glamorous too. When you when you're able to not wear a bra. Yeah, outside in the real world, it's looked like, girl, you don't got your bra. But if you were going to a party or something, that's more like glamorous. So these people are right. Party is like yeah, glamorous. The party I'm used time. to right, but these but people, people, yeah, they're supposed to be glamorous no matter where they are. They could be going out to brunch. Brunch well, brunch would call for it nowadays. But anywhere, and that's how they have to present themselves. So I think it's part of that whole, you know. We're glamorous. This is what we do. I will say honestly, though, I do not recall big old tatties out like that. Oh, I will no, say that. Like living oh. single, they wasn't beat. Them half of oh, no, bad no, boys no. tough. But those, but that show is a, a prime example as they weren't trying to be glamorous. They were being real. They were coming mm. in from work and talking about work itself, not like just the relationship part where this is more about the girl. It was like sex. It was like the black sex in the city. It definitely yeah. was. Yeah. Why is everybody calling me today? 
I'll call you back. I'm sorry. We can't boy. neglect William, by the way. We cannot <laughs> neglect William. Let's talk about William. Yes, William. I love a male in the dang on group, especially a male Blair. who ain't got no qualms about <laughs> being with any woman in his team. However, it's totally okay with not getting it either. <laughs> <laughs> he was amazing. I love William. He was so great. He was such mm -hmm. an awkward, wonderful male friend. Yeah, could, could he have been super hot and still kept that role? Probably not. I think that I feel like he would have ended up with one of the women faster. Yeah, and I think that would mess up his uh, the I dynamic. Whereas his dynamic is like he's confident, he got it going on, and he's going to tell these heifers about themselves. He ain't, he ain't he got it trying. going on though. <laughs> he do got it going in his head. He knew he got it going on. What was you saying, Kima? <laughs> Yeah, he maybe when he was friends on by one of them and just joined the group. Oh, you think that's what happened, right? I want to know the origin story. Oh yeah, they yeah, all work right? together. They work together. Yeah, but well, they, I don't think they went to school. Yeah. They just worked together. He was just like their yeah. male friend and their or was it called male husband, the work husband? Ari. But it's funny because they never really did it like well, look, Maya. Like you, you saw Maya come into the group, whereas William was Jones' coworker, but. You ain't get the whole like. Oh, he got up in there though. He was in the yes. I love how oh heifers was born with William. I feel like William originated the heifer at least in the <laughs> world. It might have been said amongst the blacks, but heifer was really really born in the world mm -hmm. <laughs> with Williams and you heifers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like and a lot of love too. Can we also acknowledge that we are all Ariana? You as well, thirty and up. Okay, we've reached 30 and up, 31. And these I don't know, always I'm the, baby, I'm the baby. I had to do my math. Like, if I'm 31, they have 30 already. Got it. Guess, 30 and I'm up. 30. 30 and up. To the so, end of the year. So were they. These happens mm -hmm. was 30, 29, 30 in this show. How they look the way they looked. Because <laughs> they they, they, look, they were half of me. They look, older, the they look the way I looked at 18. They look the way I looked at 18. I think they look older. No, to me, they look no, 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 no. They, they weren't older. older with those flat stomachs, belly shirts, titties high. They weren't older. They were actually around 30. They were 20. That makeup made them look older. It could be. Yeah. Okay, that's agreed. Because back then, the makeup wasn't doing what it needed to do. And in real life, they really were in their, like, late 20s. 30s like 30s. they were playing the part that you know their age well obviously they look like that because that's what tv women supposed to look like exactly. i can't wait to see a show where we look real real i want to see <laughs> a golden like girl black edition i want to see like the black golden girls i'm talking at, i can't hear you. oh i'm Which so one? sorry go ahead Aaron. <laughs> i feel like i, I remember like reading the crown stuff. huh <laughs> you know what i'm talking Melanin was, you know, doing what it was supposed to do. I feel like I remember seeing wrinkles and stuff. I'm done with you. Absolutely know. not. Come back to us after the seasons, man. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about this once we're done with the seasons. I'm going to take but some yeah. screenshots. <laughs> yes, Bro. please take your screenshots. The makeup wasn't great at the time. I will give you that. But yeah, I guess that's what TV women, I want to see TV women real. I want somebody to look like me. Out here in these streets, still when getting down and dirty. Was... What, Kima? <laughs> what? I said, when I was younger, everybody seemed old to me. If they were an adult, like they was old. 
Yeah. Ooh, so too shabby. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> well, somebody screenshot us and then compare. Absolutely it to not. Girl Let friend. me do better first, especially with all <laughs> you got Kima and her blanket kimono. You got me trying to find the right light. Heifer, just because you look like that right now, don't mm-hmm. mean you let screenshot nothing. <laughs> Okay, I ain't twist my hair. It's freshly washed. You can see his roots. Okay. His roots is a rooting. 30 where? <laughs> 31. I got to get real close so you can see. See what? Nothing. That's what? No wrinkles. <laughs> no bumps. No makeup. Okay. Exactly. That's young skin. Mm-hmm. You're youthful. <laughs> Hello. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Or it could be a sign of maturity, you know, no action. Kiss my blackest ass. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Lisa. Shut up with your face. Shut your face up, Lisa. I see your facial expression. Shut it up. <laughs> Lisa, right. like, wait, what did I do? <laughs> All right, what's one thing you remember um, in terms of episode or scene? Like one memorable thing before we get into this show. Uh, Lisa, we know, remembers the entire show. So she would go last. <laughs> Ari Okima, what's one scene or episode you remember in particular? I know I remember where Joan had that uh, boyfriend. I don't know if he was his fiance, but he was like a sex addict. And then he slept mm. with, uh, who, did he sleep? who did he sleep with? Was it Tony? Tony? Tony. Tony. Hey, Wait. Well, he didn't really. Yeah. Okay, let me not. He yeah, really shut your face. Shut your face up. <laughs> wait. He didn't really sleep with him. Wait. 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 <laughs> okay. What else? Is that what you remember, uh, Kima, or is it more? I mean, that was big. That was big. That was really big. I think episode. my episode was the bitch smack. Was that in the same episode? No. Oh, that, that was when bitch smack over the couch. Was it? Was it? Were you talking about when Tony slapped Joan? I just, Tony slapped Joan. It was Tony, Maya, and Joan. It wasn't Lynn. It was oh! Then somebody slapped Tony yes. or Tony slapped Joan or somebody. Tony, Tony slapped, slapped Joan. Joan because Joan told on her boyfriend and said, ah, chlamydia. Sorry. About Greg, because that's the only one she really loved before, what's his face? That was a yeah. bitch back from hell. That was a which is what, Which is why I, I laughed because the reason why that happened is because of that happening. So Tony oh. was down looking like she was about to get down with the sex addict, but he didn't do anything yet. Mm, that girl remembers stuff but heck yeah i remember that dog on bitch mag was like the first one before reality tv was doing his thing go ahead um all right what do you remember scene or episode episode one because i watched it like two nights ago good night good night i can't stand you that was episode one, right? When Tony ended up with Joan broke up with her boyfriend, and then Tony was messing with him, and mm-hmm. he had the whole situation. And we already put Tony in the dirt from that point on. <laughs> it was like mm-hmm. he was just a trifle. He was like, I think I didn't think you would mind. <laughs> wow. Oh yeah, okay. that's when he found out that he liked to suck toes and all that other shit. Yes, yes. I remember that too. I can't it was already ready. Lisa, we know you don't like feet. Anyway, what would you say, Lisa? What's your, what is your one, pick one episode or scene you remember? One. Can I say a scenario that happened you know what? many of the episodes? I didn't like how um, Joan would always try to crawl back to Tony. So like in my mind, 
Joan and Tony's relationship or the relationship that we get in Insecure with um, Mm, Molly and um, Mom, yes, is what should have happened or what could have happened if we actually explored what happened with Tony and Joan. I just remember so many episodes where Joan was trying to make it right and Tony was dead wrong, like just wrong, just wrongly wrong, but she accepted it because that's who she was. And I I, I just, I don't, how many times, how, how many times, how how many times? <laughs> like the get back doesn't make sense. How, how old are we? So when I think about it, I was taken from the episodes y'all thought about and Joan was always trying to fix it even when she wasn't in the wrong. Touche. That's a good point. I'm excited, y'all. I'm excited to see this season, what season one got to offer. Mm -hmm. So I guess my last question to you guys is, what would you consider to be the magic of the show? That made it so great to at least us. That makes it so wonderful that it's finally on the platform it deserves now. That makes it just worth all the things. It makes it the classic it is. What do you feel like was the magic of the show? Who would like to go first? Because it's like a friendship, an actual friendship, and it's black successful women. It's Not down in the dumps, but actually like got their own stuff. Mm-hmm. I agree. I saw it. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> what you say? Say again. That's <laughs> <I'm> not done. <laughs> I said, yeah, it just breaks down that friendship. And that's that's the most important part of the story. Mm. Agree. Oh, go ahead, Trinity. Open up, nip them titties to city. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm messing uh, with you. Me. Don't you feel like me back in school? <laughs> <laughs> I love teasing you. <laughs> I love you, girl. <laughs> um, no, but I say <laughs> agreed. I felt I read a um when I read the interviews of it, Mara was saying at one point, like people would approach her like Joan had a house at 29, and she would say, like, you wouldn't question a white person who had a house at 29. Don't question this black woman who has a house at 29. Mm-hmm. It is a white possibility, yeah. even if you don't see it every day. And yeah. it's true, that whole successful aspect. Mm-hmm. of you know they're not just in the dumps i think that's what they're trying to recreate really with run the world um i haven't seen it yeah. at all yet but i know that that's like the crux of the episode so mm-hmm. yeah i agree um what about anyone else ari uh lisa that's probably the drama of course it is <laughs> <laughs> but please elaborate i mean it was things that i would be like oh hell no like, no, 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 no. And I guess that keeps the interest, right? But again, I don't remember a whole lot of it. So mm-hmm. I am excited to rewatch. You know, episode one did not disappoint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I'm excited too. Okay. What about you, Lise? I would say because they were living normal experiences just through the lens of Black bodies and Black, like just Blackness. Like it's just regular, regular stuff. But they black doing it. They black while living, living while black. Um, I like that living while black. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, come on, sure. Um, uh, right, that's exactly <laughs> what I thought about living while black. Um, that's such a good. Idea. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, 
I also like, but I kind of wish they kept because remember in the the beginning episodes they broke the third wall. Like she would go into yeah, she would talk to us, right? I miss that. I kind of miss that, but I don't know if it would have stayed the same if if they kept on doing that. But I kind of like that. But I think it was, I think it was only Joan that did it. So I think that took away from the girlfriend's girlfriends if she would have been the one to do it. Although I do like it in the beginning because it was funny. Mm-hmm. I would say the magic was definitely the humor in all the episodes. Mm-hmm. gosh I remember laughing even as a young girl like I remember laughing I remember being excited to see it I could say the magic was at least as a young girl watching it we'll probably change this uh, ask this question again when we're done was seeing all the possibilities of who I could be when I grew up mm-hmm. seeing the possibilities of being super successful Tony or like super grounded um Lynn or like you know super like just and what like Maya you know what I'm saying and like all these different ways I could grow up and experience life and dating and living and just thriving and how in the end I get to have my best friends surrounding me you know at the end of each day helping me through it it just seemed like such a cool future to walk into Mm -hmm. I think that was the magic of it for me as a young girl we'll probably ask this question again once we finish the entire season um, all the seasons, but I'm excited, ladies. Let's do this. Let's watch this uh, season one. So our next episode will be us talking about season one. We're gonna keep it light because we all got lives and kids and stuff. We still trying to figure out. We are literally the girlfriends as adults, um, <laughs> trying to figure out our existence, our lives, our jobs. So we'll keep it simple, and we'll just focus. I feel like on this this um, yeah. series of shows right now. If that's okay with you all. And hit each other up next month with our first rendition or, you know, was it review of mm-hmm. Girlfriend Season 1. So mm-hmm. I love you all. Um, to our audience, always be heard. And thank you for listening to the We Need to Talk Club. Bye. Bye. Bye.